I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ramble React. Arsenal stride into the Champions League knockouts and what a wonderfully ridiculous match in Istanbul. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm Vidushan Hattaraja. Well, well, well. Ladies and gentlemen, good to have you here. Vish, the last time you and I met for one of these, it ended 4-3 to FC Copenhagen when Manchester United travelled away in the Champions League. They drew 3 all in Istanbul. Your immediate thoughts, please, sir? Uh, progress, conceding one fewer goal on the road. Um, you know, it was it rained a lot. <laughs> rained a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny, that sign that said, Welcome to hell, mate. Yeah, I'm already in it. Don't worry about it. We came. Wet hell. We brought. We brought hell to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Immediate reaction is uh, how did Copenhagen get? I'm more annoyed with Copenhagen to be honest. How did they get yeah. a point against Bayern Munich? Yeah, that is a bit Harry, frustrating. Harry Kane, unbelievable. Mm. Can't rely on him to do anything, can you? You can't. Um, I, I, do you enjoy Manchester United being involved in these in these great European ties? I mean, it was only a month ago that I, you know, threw out the idea into the universe that they should be dissolved. Um, mm. Manchester United. So, 
Yeah, Manchester United, yeah, yeah, rather than these ties. I think everyone enjoyed this game today. Um, you know what? I enjoyed bits of today's game. You can probably mm. pick it out. If you haven't mm. seen the game, you can probably look at the scores and, you know, when the goals went in and find that window. While I was I was actually quite content. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. I was going to say, you know, that's typical Man United. They don't do it the easy way. But, you know, as we discussed before, that's, you know, this is Manchester United. It's a very different meaning now, doesn't it? Very different meaning. Um, they Manchester United did it, did it up. Um, <laughs> we uh, asked the good people of X, sum up the game in, in three words. And a lot of you um, tweeted us. I think you, you, we're not saying Xing us. And uh, thank you very much for everybody who, who got involved there. Listener Rory tweeted, the barns cremated. Which I thought was quite good because it it was indeed a barn burner. Uh, Simon Elliott said, "Not Harry's fault." Couldn't agree more, Simon. Couldn't agree more. Is Le- that your role? Yeah, uh, Lee Quick Five. Good away point. It could prove to be. It could prove to be. Um, and uh, Tarek uh, said, "Keystone Cops." There it is. <laughs> Um, incredible stuff. 16 shots for Galatasaray, 17 shots for Manchester United. Manchester United obviously uh, twice uh, had a two-goal lead. They couldn't make it count, though. And I, I, after one of these ridiculous nights, I can't help but think that David De Gea was the winner. Yeah, yeah. Um... He's still knocking around Manchester as, 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 as far as we know. Is he going to be at the airport going, hey, guys, how you doing? You, uh... Well, still, I don't know if you... How, how you get on with the new guy? I don't know if you could see it, given the um, the cartoon rain cloud that was permanently <laughs> over Onana's head, but the shadow was actually De Gea. Is that right? So, yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing. I, I mean, look, Andre Onana is, is a very good goalkeeper, obviously. Hence, Manchester United signed him for big old bucks, or pounds as we call them in this country. Um, but he's made a lot of mistakes since he's been there. He's not been there very long. And these are mistakes that he just simply shouldn't be making. It's not like that they're, they're mistakes and, you know, Ten Hag is saying, well, I've asked him to play like that, so that's going to happen and they're adapting to the system and they're adapting to the style at the back and they're getting a bit muddled. The two free kicks, the first one, you can see what he's done. He's, he's thought, right, he's going to put it over the wall. I'll go that side and he's gone way too early. Okay, maybe that can happen once in a blue moon. But... As he's made a few, that you know that then there's another one, and then the second mistake he made, it's an absolute howl of fish. That first free kick um, from Ziyech, uh, lovely to see him again, by the way. Oh yeah, oh that Galatasaray side, as we yeah. say, it's a, it's a who's who. It's glorious. Yeah, absolute hall of fame of your favourite players who you don't actually pay attention to, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, but the so you know that that first free kick, and I'm merely going by Bruno Fernandez's uh, reaction mm. in the wall because there's there's the the I suppose the the multi-person United wall, and then there are two Galatasaray players, and yeah. then there's Bruno Fernandez, and with in those kind of situations, you know, you see a lot of times that um, sometimes player you'd put a player behind those attacking players so mm. that they'd keep the barrier there but then often you get that jostle and actually makes it worse you know United have, yeah. I remember a goal United conceded against Liverpool at Old Trafford which is similar to that you know mm. a lot of movement up front and so in that situation you know they're going to move away mm. and it seemed to me that Bruno was stood essentially covering the the shot that's not going over the wall that's aimed for the far corner you've got the wall where it is to prevent the near post and then you've got Onana who when they part will just have a view of the ball coming through 
And essentially that doesn't come to pass because Onana goes towards that near post side, which is the hardest place mm. to score. And, and if he puts situation. it there, you, you hold your hands up. Exactly. Because, yeah. because, because it has to be good. Unless it goes through the wall, then it's on the wall. Yeah, it, 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 there, there is a there is a, a sort of if you like a window in which you can you can pop it in, and if you get it in there, it's a good free kick. There's no yeah. questions. It, it it is a good free kick if if you get it in there. And exactly. he thought, oh, yeah. there's that good free kick's not going to be scored against me, and he well he was right. Yeah, he was right. You know, yeah. what he, I, I thought he called it correctly actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, you know, in those situations, the the wall are governed by the ref by the mm. goalkeeper, aren't they? Yeah. So. You know, Bruno's exasperation at the end was like, you told me to stand yeah, here. Yeah, you, you're yeah. supposed to have this bit. Yeah. The second one was just, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have any other word for that apart from shambolic because, you know, I, I was, you see the replays and you see Martial like mm-hmm. almost get his head to it, but you've got to, you just have to be more decisive. Yeah. And, and I suppose the second free kick goes to a wider point of, I, I think, confidence as well. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of goalkeepers, um, premeditate. You see it with you know Allison, probably one of the best in the world at doing that. Um, that's anecdotal for me. I'm sure Edison and if you're listening, whoever your favourite goalkeeper is, is good mm. at that as well. Um, but I think when goalkeepers out of form, you can really see when the premeditation goes wrong. And I think a lot of the errors, and even some of the errors that Onana has got away with, such as the Akadi offside, for example. Yeah, he's almost preempted the dive to either make them make a decision or thinking that's what they're going to do and, and ends up looking foolish. And it's happened a couple of times this season, maybe even more than that. Um, and that's right. That just says to me that the, the bloke's completely out of form and lacking a bit of confidence as well. They made the point that he's been pretty solid over the last um, few weeks. And, and and that's true to a point because it you know tallies with the United results in the Premier League. But... You know, it's like Marcus. You you, were, you alluded to it in your in your initial framing of all this that there's you could understand if he was being told to do something different. For example, if he was conceding goals, or if United were conceding goals broadly because he was giving the ball ball away because he was trying ambitious passes, or you know, turning and try, you know trying to dummy a, an attacker as they're coming to closing down, then you kind of understand that because you're, the point is keep hold of the ball, keep it on the deck, spread it about, build mm. from from the back. But it's not that, is it? it it's rudimentary mm. mistakes, mm. which makes it even worse because there's no there's no actual cure for that beyond just, yeah. you know, sitting him down and just saying, mm. be better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. And you know what it meant is that Manchester United threw away the lead again. In, in a Champions League game, they've dropped eight points from winning positions in the Champions League alone this season, and it is extraordinary, really, to think that they are bottom of their group, a group which consists of Bayern, FC Copenhagen, and Galatasaray. And no disrespect to FC Copenhagen, but they are now um, second in the group with five points, same as Galatasaray. Manchester United bottom with four. Manchester United have to beat Bayern at home. Now you go, okay, so they're at home. Done. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> which is which is the least reliable result that they need uh, with regards to the the, the two that um, that will be in question that evening when it when it comes around. So Manchester United need to be already qualified Bayern Munich. So it's just as well Bayern have already qualified because we saw, you know, against Copenhagen at home they draw nil nil. They're clearly, you know, I, I didn't watch the game, but. Considering how free scoring they've been with Harry Kane up front, 
it's fair to say they may have just taken it a little bit easy there. Whatever. They've got the job done. Manchester United now need Copenhagen and Galatasaray to draw. They they don't they, they they can't have a winner in that game. It is an utterly absurd situation that they've got themselves four points from from five games, one win, and that win was a one was it one nil at home against FC Copenhagen, and when Anana actually was the hero, wasn't he, saving yep. the penalty in the dying seconds? It has been a disastrous campaign, and it. <sighs> They may well squeeze into the Europa League. They may well get a miracle. But it really is quite damning. And I think when that group, when the, when when their name was pulled out of the hat for that group, I, I remember thinking to themselves, myself, you know what? I think they've largely got away with one there. No, no disrespect yeah, to Galatasaray, yeah. but Manchester United, I think, are better. And I think they proved that in, uh, in the game that we've just watched. But... It really is quite down, and but contrast that to the Premier League season, as as we often say, you know, that actually they are picking up points in the Premier League. They are getting results um, together. They're, they're they're building in confidence. Whereas in Europe, fish, they it it it's so chaotic. It's great for the neutral. I've really enjoyed watching them play, and I don't mean that as a as a, as a dig. You know, they've had some no, lovely no, moments. Course, yes. Look at Bruno yeah. Fernandez's goal. What a beauty! You know, Garnacho scores again. You know, it's a nice McTominay. It was a nice move, but. Just the mistakes. Yeah, they, they seem to emanate from control, don't they? And, and control's an easy thing to say and a hard thing to implement, but mm. it's been a, a missing facet of Manchester United's game for a while, as really has been goals more broadly, which makes the fact that, you know, they've scored nine away from home and yet in the Champions League yeah, and not yeah. not yet won a game they've only got one point from it they've scored 12 in the in the group stages so far which is five games in um only atletico and man city have more both of them have qualified already by the way mm. so but they've also you know they've they've become the first team to concede 14 in these first five games of the Champions League um and and, and it's interesting in part because um because this has been so consistent and because and because also Man United had the early kickoff um, mm-hmm. in this run of fixtures. There's been, you know, I suppose we've been able to pour over the um, conversations that they've had post match, and also just the conversations more broadly that are being had. And someone made a really astute point um, at Man United Youth on um, on X or <laughs> Twitter dot com. Um, he made the point that like McTominay, McTominay talked about how they need to be more ruthless and kill kill games off. Well, actually, they'd already killed it off twice, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the and the the point made in the tweet was that like he means score more goals, mm. which isn't necessarily covering for you know defensive defects. It's more just how they seem to be wired. Yeah. And and obviously there is a bit of control in there because you know, and I'm using the example of Man City, but I could probably use the example of Brighton and Brentford as well. But you know when teams hold the ball, they don't yeah. necessarily just pass it around in their positions. They kind of pass it around and then slowly they encroach on the other team, don't they? Yes. And it feels like you're not, you know, it's a bit like boiling a frog, isn't it? You, I know that's a, a myth, but it, the the um, analogy of like, you can't just toss a frog into boiling water. You put it in water and get the water up to boiling point. And it's that point where teams don't realise actually that you're you're squeezing them and that you're progressing with the ball so that when you do lose it you're not in your own half are you You, they've got a lot of ground to make up and you've got people behind the ball 
because even in the even in the chaos at the end when when it was three three and, and it was a deserved three I mean that third goal um, was arguably the best of the lot I reckon. Well, it was a beauty. I, mean, I think Paul Scholes felt Anana was at fault for that one. I, I understand near post and all that. I think that might be a touch harsh though, because I mean it was a proper hit. The the touch as well from Atagoglu and then the finish was. I mean, a lot of that is shoot on sight, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But at the same time, you still got to do it. And it, was, it was a remarkable goal, yeah. Mm. But but even then, when it was 3-3, United just had to be a bit steadier going forward. And they you know, would have found that, well, that winning goal. I mean, perhaps they, they should. Have. I mean, it's interesting you say about the goal scored. I mean, the only teams that have scored more than them in the Champions League so far this season, of course, Manchester City. Um, you mentioned Atletico Madrid who are doing very well. Um, Real Madrid have got one more than them. Um, and they do have Jude Bellingham playing for them. So that's, you know, that's why. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's, that, was at the, that's, that was at the time of the of, of full-time, yeah. Right. Yeah, OK. So, uh, yeah. Arsenal, um, but again, Arsenal have just crushed um, Lon, haven't they? So um, so that's there. Um, and then and Manchester United, so, so it, it's teams who have fairly comfortably qualified in first position in their, in their groups. Manchester United have scored more goals than Bayern Munich in the Champions League this season. They've got 12, by the way, Manchester United. In the Premier League, you you have a look. They've scored 16. So they've scored way more times in the Champions League than they have. They've scored the same amount of goals in the league this season than um, the, 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 the Nottingham Forest. Both have scored 16. You know, if you look at the league um, and you look at the, the goal-scoring stats and all the rest of it, Manchester United are sixth, of course. They're, they're just... Um, four points off uh, fourth. Uh, you have to go all the way down to Crystal Palace in 13th to find a side who have scored fewer goals than them. Good, good, yeah. Good. And they're a good team, as you... As you they know. are a good team, Vish. You, you, you know. but, good manager. But, Very good manager. So, so that shows you how interesting and, and, and the contrast between Manchester United in the Premier League, where it is actually fairly tight, but they are picking up points. Whereas in Europe... It's like Tan Hag says, right, handbrake off, lads, do what you want, go crazy. And yes, scoring, but but not winning. I, I, I find the contrast crazy. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. And, you know, maybe I'm extrapolating a little bit too much here, but it feels like on those nights they can't quite control themselves. Yeah. Like, I think it's quite easy to, you know, the, the I think the way we previewed this game was um, on Wednesday's show was... Or even Monday, actually, when we talked about the way they beat Everton, there was a there was an element of, you know, they they played the situation well. They obviously got one goal when they did, which obviously helped. There was the atmosphere, which wasn't necessarily necessarily against them. It was yeah. for Everton. It was also yeah. against the league. So a lot of very different things happening here, and it's almost like United went in and out of Goodison Park without really being noticed. Mm. All told, well, um, Garnacho ruined that, didn't he? He, he did to a point, yeah, but people, but then like people were distracted by that, and then Martial comes and scores the third, didn't it? Um, I'm not suggesting for a second that the Everton defenders were watching replays of that on social media, but but yeah, it, like it, it's you know one of I know I know Ten Hager Ajax was very much thinking about everything going forward, but ultimately he was he came in as a disciplinarian. Mm. You know, there were very it was very obvious where the areas. Of improvement needed to be, mm-hmm. and that has been consistent all the way through, really, beyond maybe a patch at the you know in the the final three quarters of um, or rather the third quarter of last season when United mm-hmm. put together that run and 
ended up moving steadily up the table and were progressing in Europe. But yeah, you know, there was there was talk today. I don't know if you've seen it about um, reinforcements in the in the January transfer window and stuff yes. like that. And uh, you know, that's I wonder how um, how that looks actually financially, really. But yeah, there's a. There's a lot of time has been spent on the training ground and it doesn't feel like all that much is achieved. You don't really, you know, United are scoring goals, Lee form is sound, but it's still, they're still working it out, which after, yeah. you know what, what after 15 mm. months or so, it's just, it just doesn't feel Well, it just right. feels like another manager put since Ferguson. That's what it feels like. Last season suggested that th- this season would be something. And I think last season, you know, by and large, they they, they did start to, to sort it out and, you know, they were never going to catch Manchester City and obviously Arsenal had an exceptional season. But, you know, by and large, it was decent. They obviously won the League Cup. This year was meant to be the year that they would at least cement that or kick on. Now, in the league, they may well do that. They may well do that because, as I say, look, this is not a kind of... I don't think this is two months or six weeks ago of, oh my goodness, it's crisis, they're all over the place. Because again, the league form, you know, five wins in the last six, you know, they are showing something that, that they are. But in Europe, it is it is all over the place. We should probably add a little bit of meat on the on the bones, not least because yes. that run of Premier League form has a big test coming up against Newcastle yeah. at St. James's Park. But, you know, it was a 1-0 home win to Luton in there as well. Obviously, you know, the Everton win was pretty good. There was the... Last gasp win against Fulham, yeah. Yeah, in, in what you and I can both agree was a dreadful game of football, yeah. full stop. Oh, it should, I mean, it should have been nil-nil, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. There was the defeat against uh, Man City. Then mm. there was the 2-1 away to Sheffield United, thanks to, a you know, a Dallow, um, you know, worldy, really. So... Mm. You know, we we can't really have it both ways. It will. It's not like that. The this runner form has come about through, you know, chalk and cheese performances mm-hmm. compared to mm-hmm. tonight. They yeah. haven't been all that convincing. But this has all felt like something to build on. And then a, a game like tonight happens, or the Copenhagen game happens, where you actually need to flex a bit, and they and mm. they can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I just I think this will be Manchester United season. I think this is this is how it plays out. I I don't think it's going. Oh, I see. To... I thought I thought you were saying that as like you look. I thought you were going a bit Rio there. Look, this is Manchester United's time. <laughs> no, no. I think I think this is how the season will play out. Sorry, yeah, yeah. this is their season, mate. You wait. You mark these words. And sorry, yeah. Even I, I, for, I forgot the last one. Um, you know, even the the Brentford game that started this run off. Yeah. Um, was the you know the McTominay double in in added time. As I say, I, I, I can't be angry with them because they've provided me with a lot of entertainment, in particular in the Champions League. And Galatasaray, you know, it's always an interesting place for teams to go. Um, apparently the Ultras there sent out a message to the fans before the game saying that no phones were allowed in the stands during the game. They said, 90 minutes of aggressive support. Go to war with the team. And, and, and when um, Garnacho scored that goal... You you heard the noise. It was it was the home fans like giving it plenty, and I love that Garnacho just not phased by anything. It was was giving it plenty to them as well. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Just to reiterate, because Copenhagen drew with with Bayern, Manchester United have to beat Bayern, of course, at Old Trafford, and then hope FC Copenhagen and Galatasaray draw, which would be absurd if they managed to get through. If I was a Manchester United fan, I think I'd bite your hand off for a Europa League spot. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Or, or you prefer I, I to genuinely... crash out altogether? I think it might be more beneficial in a way. Yeah. Not least because... <laughs> the Europa League, when they created that tournament, how many times have they heard, I think it would be beneficial, rather not be in it. They're like, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> come on, at least wait to the latter stages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but yeah, like, you know, just to avoid the Thursday-Sunday thing, yeah. like, I think that um, that really stretching out of the back of the last season. Um, obviously, they're contending with a few injuries now, getting a few players back slowly but surely but I don't think anyone needs that in their life yeah okay well one side who won't be in the Europa League um, is Arsenal of course they beat Ah. uh, (laughs) 6-0 yeah exactly yeah Uh, they had a go at the Europa League last season of course or was it last season I think yeah and uh, and failed so uh, you know they've they've, they've stepped up to the Champions League and they think they might fare better uh, there but yeah they marched into um, into the the knockouts 5-0 at half time bloody hell and yeah, it was quite extraordinary, really. They just thought to themselves, let's put on a show here. 
Jim Campbell will be probably in the stands. Let's give him a nice little treat. It's a cold night and let's warm everybody up because they're going to be getting out of their seats every few minutes, it would seem. Great performance from Arsenal, though, Fish. That's how you do it. Yeah, no, no, without doubt. You know, we talked last season about how in the league specifically, there was a point where like Arsenal being as good as they are mm. became the norm. Yeah. You know, you, you you have to work 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 to that, and it basically is by sh- by showing people that you don't make the same mistakes, mm. that you're not you lose that kind of typical insert the name of club thing. Yeah, mm. um, and nights like this, I think, lend itself to that because you know th- they did lose the reverse fixture, and they've come out here and thought that no, we're we're just going to pump you. Yeah. And you're not going to yeah. be able to live with us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was such a dominant. It, it was almost like. You could even go as far to say that it's sending a little bit of a message to the other teams in this in this competition. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. I think I, th- I think that it's it's an interesting one. The Champions League. I mean, obviously Bayern will be, uh, you know, among the favourites. You know, Real Madrid, purely for the fact they've got Jude Bellingham for crying out loud. But they'll always be be mentioned. Um, Real, Real, know- sorry, sorry. Yeah. Did you say? Real Madrid will always yeah. be mentioned in the Champions League now because of Jude Bellingham. No, no, no. I said no. I said Real Madrid will always be mentioned in in terms of teams who can win the Champions League. You know, they're always just going to get a mention. Um, by the way, I, I wasn't pulling you up to disagree with you. Disagree yeah. with you. I agree. Yeah, right. <laughs> put, put all your medals in the bin. You're a one man team. You are a one man team. Yeah, but embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. You should be lucky. Is this what the Germans are going to be saying to us in the summer? Almost certainly. <laughs> Almost certainly. He's going to win us all the cups. It's going to be brilliant. And the Nations League. Um, Atletico Madrid, who I think that's more of an outside bet, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't think PSG will do it. Um, if Newcastle can take four points off them, then, you know, Man City are obviously there and Barcelona are not quite the team they were. So it's not, stupid to think that Arsenal could go quite far in this competition. What do, what do you think? Do you think that's a ridiculous thing to suggest that we could be, you know, Arsenal might find themselves in, in a quarterfinal, semi-final, dare I even suggest further than that? No, no. Like, I mean, why would it be? Like, you, you basically listed off the clubs that you don't rate anymore. You called Real Madrid a one-club, uh, one-man team as well. Um, uh. But there, there is, you know, there, there are stronger squads. There is a bit more in the tank there. There is a bit more... Declan Rice in there. Yeah, sense of belonging. There's, there is a lot more Declan Rice in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, 100% more Declan Rice. Yeah. Now we've, added, now we've added Declan Rice. Yeah. <laughs> and Kai Havertz is scoring goals for fun. Yeah, yeah. He's. I, I mean, maybe you and I have different... Um, <laughs> you know, ideas of the word fun in that context, but he's scoring goals, isn't he? He, has, yeah, he has scored of, some goals. I'm thinking of fun size Mars bars. Yeah. There's right. less, there's less of Mars bars. There's less of Mars in a fun size. Yeah. Do you yeah, ever so. do that thing with a box of um, celebrations where you eat like a load of like one Same type ones. of small can? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm a you kind of think maybe I should have got, maybe I should have got the chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. Or you, what have I done what, here? What I would like is to get a, box of celebrations which is really massive and you pull out actual full bars of them you know that would be so good yeah why has someone done that i mean it'd be utterly preposterous you know just get yourself, quid. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get yourself a selection box that's what you got to do really isn't it I don't yeah know. 
I are you? Like, uh, I love a bounty, me. If if you're asking. Yeah, bounty's good. Bounty's mm. good. Topic underrated. Yeah, I'd go along with that. Yeah, I'd, I would go along with that. I'd love to see a. I'd love to see um a advent calendar, right? Big, like, as in proper bars. <laughs> Someone said that they saw an advent calendar once, which had cheese in it, and I thought. That's awful. That is awful. You've got to keep it in the fridge, clearly. Unless unless the cheese that you age is the last one <laughs> and they work to. like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's like a dairy it's like a dairy lunchable that is the is like the first yeah. day of advent and then You're saving the French cheese till last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that that needs time to breathe, doesn't it? Yeah, well exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but keep it in the fridge if there is such a thing. Um, so yeah, so we think Arsenal are going to win the Champions League because everyone else is crap. Okay, great. Elsewhere in their group, did you see that PSV came back from 2-0 to beat Sevilla 3-2? Now, people might immediately say, well, it's not the Europa League, so are Sevilla really putting it in? Well, fine, but there's a chance they might miss out on the uh, on on the Europa League. They're fourth. Um, they are they are three points behind uh, uh, Lons, who are, who, who are third. I, th- I think they're going to miss out in the Europa League, which is a huge boost, by the way, to everyone who is competing in the Europa League. We should say. Um, uh, just to, to quote Jeff Goldblum, nature finds a way. Doesn't it? <laughs> um, Somehow, I think yeah. they'll get through. <laughs> Technically, you're not quoting Jeff Goldblum, though, are you? You're quoting his character. Well, what's his character's name then? Um, Dr. Nick Rivera. Yeah, no, I can't remember. <laughs> Dr. Bloom. Do- Big Doctor. Um, in that game, Sergio Ramos scored the opener, of course, which was the Champions League's Champions League's 10,000th goal. Fitting. Very, very fitting. There was no... You know those stories when, like, a criminal wins the lottery? <laughs> Is... <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Doesn't it feel like that? Look, right. he's on day release, buys a ticket, and he and he's like one of the Euro millions. I understand. It's exactly like that. I don't try, no, 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 don't try no, no, to water no. it down. It is exactly. It's like an ex-con w- w- winning the lottery. I understand. Ramos has acted and done things that that a convict would do when on the <laughs> on the football field. I understand that point, but the man has won the Champions League a fair few times. Yeah, sure. It, it just feels a little wasted. On if he'd got if he'd got the yeah the thousandth red card. Yeah, well, exactly. Perfect. I think that would be that'd be more fitting. I've, I've, In part I've, because he's because he's done the donkey work for that stat. Yeah, <laughs> I I thought it was a bit disappointing that there was no. We kind of found this out sort of retrospectively, didn't we? From from the game, there was nothing to signify that the ten thousandth goal had, had had gone in. I, I feel that there should have been a bit more pomp and ceremony. And I say this because, as I've mentioned on this pod before, the only time I've been to the Azteca Stadium in Mexico City was to um, was to witness uh, Cruz Azul uh, beat uh, Querétaro 3-0. And in that game, the 10,000th goal was scored at the Azteca Stadium. And when it went in, fireworks, it was, it was quite a scene uh, for, for the goal. And I'm glad it went to the home side and it was a thumping, diving header because right. moments before that, a crappy own goal was nearly scored by the home team, which nearly squirmed under the goal. Could you imagine if that went in and then fireworks going off? So, yeah, I, I think that Ramos has been denied 
a bit of pomp and ceremony there. I think it's a bit of a shame. But Vish, did you know? Do you know who scored the first goal in in the Champions League back in 1992? Daniel Amakachi. Ah. How about that? The former Lovely. Everton man. I stress that he didn't score that goal while playing for Everton, <laughs> which would have been quite something. Yeah, that's why they're in the docks now. How did you? Why were you even in that? <laughs> Um, staying with Sevilla just uh, for a little moment longer, their lineup was the oldest in the competition's history tonight, and that's just Sergio Ramos. Yeah, I mean you got to rate that. You do, I do. The old boys. Um, but yeah, the goal puts Ramos level with Roberto Carlos and Gerard Piquet for the most goals scored by a defender in the Champions League history. Sixteen. Only sixteen. I yeah, suppose he started I... taking he started taking penalties late, didn't he? When Ronaldo yeah. left. So yeah, I but it's, it's not. It's not penalties, though, is it? It's, it's headers getting on the end of stuff. No, no, but in terms of, like, totting up as well. Yeah. A remarkable play. Have you, do you, have you ever seen Ramos play in the flesh? Yeah. Um, yes, I have, yeah. I, I yeah. just, again, like, I think the most intriguing footballer of, of our generation in that won everything, and he's won everything a, a number of times over. You know, part of the the greatest international team we've ever seen—that's that that Spain team or the those sort of incarnations of of, of that Spain team, if, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, at, you know, at times looked when he's on the ball looks phenomenal, and yet the red cards, the way he behaves, and sometimes getting caught out like he is a Sunday morning defender, Sunday league defender. I, it's he is just absolute box office. I and he, he is an incredibly attractive man. He he is actually, and looks yeah. better now than he's ever done. Yeah, yeah, he looks like a warrior Beckham now, doesn't he? Oh, I like that. Yeah. I do like that. Like a bit, a bit more edge, which is yeah. which is what people want. Um, I suppose that comes that that in part is coming from mm. playing with a lot of high profile players. Yeah, and also like when you were talking about the defense he was part of before mentioning Spain, I immediately thought of. Uh, long-time club mate who I regard as, you know, not to say underrated because it's overused in football, but a, a player that I, w- I would love to, like, have a long read of and watch exclusively his highlights for, for his career. Marcelo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's a, he is a one-of-a-kind fullback. Mm. And I suppose mm. because, because he came in an era where, like, yeah. we have this infatuation with... Brazilian fullbacks. You mentioned yeah. Marcelo, and then someone mentioned someone else, and someone mentioned someone else. You start a daisy chain without well, actually think, being able, without actually sitting down and being like, "How good was this player?" Well, I think Danny Alves took a lot of the plaudits there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, rightly so. But Danny Alves was in one of the greatest, if not the greatest, club side we've ever seen in our lifetime. We could talk long into the night about all this stuff, and I think we have. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, so that is the end of today's Ramble Reacts. Thank you very much for listening. We're back on Friday uh, alongside Jim Campbell and Luke Moore. How about that? In the meantime, do find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And remember to subscribe on your podcast app. The reason why I, I say I call it X is to remind everyone what an absolute bell end Elon Musk is. <laughs> Lots of love, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.